0: Critics of social media say it's destructive. They call it toxic and blame it for tearing society apart. Twitter and YouTube, Facebook and Instagram have become platforms for spreading conspiracy theories. But there's also something else happening on social media that we should be talking about.
1: I am sharing this story to give, you, to give someone who is going through a lot hope. It is a story that I have kept for so long. It is a story that I never wanted to open up to anyone. I never used. I never this is
0: Eunice Mumo. You met her in our last episode. She's a 26 year old journalist living in Kenya. She's also a disability rights activist who started her own YouTube channel a few years ago.
1: Because as I said, I want to be a voice to the voiceless. I want to give people a platform to air their issues out and for a platform for for people to talk because I have come to realize that... Persons
0: with disabilities are seldom covered in the news. But when they are, we portray them as extremes. They're either superheroes or victims. They're people who've conquered the world or are desperately in need of charity. These images are damaging and unrealistic. That's why UNICE is building an online community. I've never
1: been ready to tell my story mm-hmm. of resilience. Mm-hmm. I've get it. i never been ready, but uh, you know, for the last couple of years, I've always wanted to start a show. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to inspire people and mm-hmm. to, tell, to, to make people believe that.
0: Welcome to this episode of the UNICEF Africa podcast. I'm Lisedi Mukwate in Johannesburg, South Africa. Unice posts a couple times a week to her subscribers on YouTube. It's her platform for talking about fashion and travel. She's recorded videos about her trips to Kigali and London and New York. She also prides herself on creating a platform for people whose stories have not been told.
1: Currently, I am a freelance uh, journalist. I am mentally into video editing, uh, photography and also videography. And let me tell you, it hasn't been uh, a easy journey, I would say, being the fact that, you know, I've been having a disability. So getting such opportunities is not a uh, really uh, easy thing for anyone to, to do. And uh, I know you will have different questions for me, but maybe I can just give you a brief history about my disability.
0: UNICE acquired a disability at the age of 11. She fractured her leg after falling down a riverbank and over the next few years, she lost the ability to walk. Doctors eventually diagnosed her with a paralysed leg. They gave her crutches and shoes with a raised heel to help her get around. She also had to take 15 tablets a day to cope with pain and other symptoms. Eunice says she struggled to accept all of these changes in her life.
1: I literally cried a lot because there was like No, I was not being, I was not born like this. This should not be happening to me, you know. So it made me really feel so bad about everything. It made me um, ask myself a lot of questions, even ask God a lot of
0: questions. Eunice went to study at university, but found it difficult to work in the field. Her leg would hurt after long hours of standing or walking.
1: If there is protest, you are not able to be sent there because you cannot run fast as the other guys. So you find there are things that, you know, when someone is giving you employment, they are like, is she going to be, is she really going to do all these things that we are supposed to do? And that's why I actually.
0: She says each time she tried to get a job, she encountered employers who failed to understand her needs. Sometimes you go for interviews. Eh?
1: and then you talk about accessibility and you talk about being accommodated and then they are like huh? okay there are things that we have never really had then you are like okay but we have been advocating for all these things for quite some time but that is not being uh implemented by many companies here in kenya not at all not at all people with disability are I would use the word suffering when it comes to employment part of it.
0: In the previous episode, we talked about words that are used to discriminate against persons with disabilities. Unais told us about kiwete, a word in Swahili which means lame. She also remembers a time when a stranger stopped her in the street to call her kamuru.
1: It is like a vernacular name that means a short leg. So I remember I just looked at them and then I smiled and then I just stood there. And I was like, okay, tell me more about what you are telling me as a guru. Why are you calling me that? And I had like uh, two or three minutes and I gave him a piece of my mind.
0: Your nice says what happened next really surprised her.
1: So <laughs> I stood there and I confronted him and then uh you know we ended up actually being friends because it was like oh, I didn't really know. I didn't really know it was a disability and everything. Yeah, you know, I was like I've created awareness and I was so happy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's
0: incredible. <laughs>
1: because you know there is a way you can approach someone without you know emotions and everything. You just explain to them, this is what it should be called, and this is what it. Sh- uh, this is what you should do, rather than calling them out uh, with so much rudeness you know it it doesn't really make sense but I felt good calling them out and then we became friends and then we laughed about it you know I I was so happy that time
0: (laughs) after repeated visits to doctors and more surgeries Unice has regained more control over her right leg it's still shorter than her left and it hurts from time to time but she no longer needs to use crutches to get around.
1: Actually, when I'm walking, you might think that I'm just, um, it's a swag or something, but it's the way... So
0: it gave you some swag?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Someone might think, hey, this girl, look at her. And actually, that's something that many people usually make fun of it because of the way I walk (laughs) sometimes.
0: Yunai says these days she faces a different kind of discrimination because people are less aware of her disability. They simply can't see it, so she has to talk about it more often.
1: Yes, yes. I call it invisible disability because not unless I tell you I have a disability, you won't be able to know or not unless my my leg is paining or not unless there is a lot of cold, because cold usually affects the leg. It's when you can realise they have a disability, but not unless I tell you, if everything is okay, you cannot really see it. You will just think this girl is just walking like that because, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. There are many kinds of invisible disabilities, including mental health conditions, autism, visual impairment, and hearing loss. Persons with invisible disabilities are more often forced to prove their disability. They face far more barriers in accessing support than persons with visible disabilities. Unice says what's lacking is empathy.
1: Try to put yourself into this person's shoes and then you can go ahead and um, talk to us. Don't call me uh, a person uh, living with disability. I'm not living with disability. I'm just a person who has a disability. Do not tell me as a person living with a disability. No, I'm not living with disability. Because, you know, disability is just a club. Anyone can join. So both of us, we joined when we were.
0: Here, Unice reminds us that she's a person first and her disability comes second. That's what we call person first language. She's a person with a disability. She's not living with one. At the end of the day, Eunice wants people to see beyond her disability. And to do that, she's using social media to reduce stigma and discrimination.
1: It is high time as people with disability, we started talking our issues out. Use those social media platforms to air your grievances out. Use them because when when you start using all the social media platforms, you will find people who would actually want to follow you and they even want to support what you are doing. So if you tell me there is no...
0: Technology is also helping to create more accessible content on social media. For example, YouTube provides a tool that offers closed captioning on Unice's videos. This makes them visually accessible. On Twitter, a new feature allows images to be uploaded with text descriptions. Unai says these tools are winning her thousands of followers. Most importantly, she found a community who listens.
1: I believe you can listen to me, just the way you are listening to me right now, you know. So it is of importance we just talk our issues out and uh, seek help where is needed. And also I will tell people to use social media platforms so that we can also create awareness when it comes to our disability.
0: Yeah. YouTube has become a lifeline for Unice. She's using it to connect with others, She's making friends and advocating for her rights at the same time. While there's a major lack of stories in the media about persons with disabilities, UNICE says joining awareness campaigns, both online and offline, have given her a lot of strength.
1: And it is because of these movements, right now, I am able to talk the way I am talking without shedding tears, without you know uh, being so emotional about my story or anything, because most of the time, when you get a disability and you are growing up, it becomes so hard for you to even talk about it they made me realize you know i am not the only one who has a disability there are other guys who have a disability and it is a high time for me to start advocating for their rights and start creating awareness when it comes to the society because the society that we are
0: in is there is a lot of stigma social media has its drawbacks but it's also a place to build a community Unai says on YouTube, she no longer feels isolated. At the same time, she's fulfilling her goal of building a better world. And I believe
1: that we will see change one day. And uh, as we continue advocating and creating awareness, definitely we will see change.
0: The next time you're on social media, think about how you can create accessible content. For example, Post images with descriptions or alternative text that tells people exactly what's in the image. Create transcripts for audio or video stories and, if it's possible, hire a sign language interpreter. Think about making your writing more accessible by writing in short paragraphs that each express one idea clearly. Use simple language. Avoid jargon and idioms. All of these ideas will improve comprehension and promote access to persons with disabilities. This episode of the UNICEF Africa podcast was produced by Dashan Moodley. Our sound engineer is Mike Greyfeld. Our thanks to the team at UNICEF, including Yetne Baresh Mola, Crystal Jurilu, Nadia Sami Jacobs, Sarah Musau, and Louis Venal Dubois. And I'm your host, Lesedi Muchwatle.